it seems, from the Tea Party Patriots, uh, our man in Washington, Bill Pasco. Hey, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. It's good to be with you, Mike. Maybe we should maybe not have to worry about all this debt and payback and whatever, because we'll all be dead before the bill comes due anyway. Well, that's one way of looking at it. But, you know, let's get let's get something clear. Uh, whenever we talk about spending this much money, somebody always says, oh, we're borrowing money from future generations. It's terrible. We're borrowing money from our kids and our grandkids. And I'm thinking, wait, wait, wait. Borrow is when you ask somebody, you say, I don't have money that I need to spend. Can you loan me a thousand bucks, a million bucks, a trillion dollars? Can you please loan me? And the other person then has the opportunity to make up his own mind and say, yes, I'll loan you that money. Or you know what? I don't have that money. No, I won't loan you that money. We're not doing that. We're not borrowing. We're taking without permission. Nobody's asking our kids or grandkids for their permission to spend this money and then send them the check. We're just spending it and then sending them the check. That's That's called thievery. That's called stealing. It's morally wrong. Well, and for, yet, for the, that seems to be what the Democrats want to do. For the right, you're absolutely right there. For the sake of conversation, Bill, uh, how about if I inject? Uh, because I agree with you, but uh, for the sake of conversation, Democrats are doing what their constituents elected them to do: make the hard decisions, the very, very hard decisions, move this country in this direction, what, which is what. Our constituents want to happen. We had an election. It was fair and balanced. We won. You didn't. This is what we're going to do because this is what the people who voted for us wanted us to do. That's why we're in office. So we're not stealing money. We're doing what our our voting constituents wanted us to do in the first place. You know, that's a, that's an interesting argument, but let's break it down. Um, this is Bernie Sanders, socialist wish list. He's the chairman of the Senate Budget Committee. He's the one who wrote the $3.5 trillion budget resolution. He's the one who instructed, he, he wrote the language instructing 12 different committees to altogether spend $3.5 trillion. But Bernie Sanders didn't win. Bernie Sanders, nobody voted for this. I know that because Bernie Sanders ran for the Democratic nomination for president not once but twice, and he lost not once but twice. Even when the electorate was confined just to Democrats, he lost. So don't tell me that, uh. um, that America voted for this. America didn't. America rejected Bernie Sanders twice. They, the Democrats chose Joe Biden. Now, the country may have chosen Joe Biden by the hair of his chinny-chin-chin, by a smaller margin even than, than Donald Trump won by in, uh, in 2016. But the fact of the matter is nobody voted for this agenda. Uh, and and three and a half trillion dollars on top of one point two trillion dollars, and let's not forget one point nine trillion dollars that we that that they spent back in the spring again without a single Republican vote, uh, and now you're talking about spending five to six trillion dollars on top of the regular spending of about four point two trillion dollars a year. That's what our government has been spending for the last couple of years, uh, and now you're talking about my goodness. What the heck are they doing here? Uh, we're going to be in debt forever. Our, our, our debt-to-GDP ratio uh, is already more than 100 percent. It's 102 percent right, right we're now. We're upside down. We're is, upside which down. Is the highest, yeah, that's the highest it's been since 1946, right after World War II, for goodness sake. Um, you know, a child born today owes $66,000. That's a heck of a way to enter the world. Right. No kidding. 
and I've heard from people uh, even in the last couple of days, if I'd have known that this is where America would have been, say, 10 years ago, I would not have gotten pregnant. And uh, now I have a 10-year-old or a 9-year-old. I would not have done that had I known we'd be here today. This is a scary world that I would never consider bringing a person into because you're absolutely right. Our grandchildren's grandchildren will still be paying off this debt. And that being said, at some point, you know, remember when we used to say a billion here, a billion here, there, pretty soon you're talking about a lot of money. Now we're talking about dozens of trillions of dollars. Everybody's eye roll and they stop paying attention because that's way more money than anybody could comprehend. So never mind the amount of debt that needs to be repaid. What kind of impact? Because if we owe a bajillion dollars, I made up that number, uh, but I can still have a job and buy food and put gas in my car and go on vacation, then I don't care if we owe five bajillion dollars. My life has not been dramatically impacted, except that a gallon of milk is a little more expensive. What do you tell those people? Well, I, I, I tell them, first of all, you're, you're right. It's, it's hard to talk about a bajillion dollars. It's hard to talk about a trillion dollars. Nobody knows what a trillion dollars is. A trillion dollars is a million million. It's a one followed by 12 zeros. But that's, okay, that's still an abstract concept, a one followed by 12 zeros. Let's, let's put it in, in language people can understand. The median family income in this country in 2020 was about $69,000 a year, 69000 if the federal government spent money like a regular family, or if a regular family, let's put it this way, if a regular family spent money like the federal government on that $69,000 a year income, they would have spent $132,000 last year. That is, they would have spent the 69000 they made, and they would have put $63,000 on the family credit card. That's the way government is spending money right now. But wait a second. It's not like they didn't have a debt already. That family that made right. 69000 but spent 132, they're sitting on top of a family debt of $541,000. That's the fiscal situation that the federal government has us in right now. Right. Uh, the, the, average, the average family of four owes $225,000 in real dollars. I get it, um, but nobody – the it, government isn't going to come to my house and say, hey, you need to cut me a check for your share. I need sixty-eight grand right now or we're taking your kids. And what, what they're concerned about is my daily life, and I owe, yeah. I owe, I don't care. I, off to work I go. I don't get to retire any sooner than I wanted to. In the meantime, life continues. We're in huge debt, and you know, I hate to say it this way, but who cares? Well, you, here, here's what they're doing. You, you mentioned it. You glanced at it, and, and that is, yeah, the, the cost of a gallon of milk has gone up. The cost of a gallon of gas has gone from $2 to last week it was $3.60 at my local gas station. Uh, so it's almost doubled since Joe Biden came into office. we got inflation going up at rates that we haven't seen in two decades. Inflation year to year was 5.4% in the number they just they just released for July to July, 5.4%. We haven't seen inflation like that. And and it's going up. Joe Manchin, the Democrat senator from West Virginia, yesterday, uh, fascinating statement, right after voting, right after being the 50th vote for the budget resolution that unlocks the door to reconciliation so they can spend $3.5 trillion, he came out with a statement that said, you know what, this is unsustainable. This is reckless. Uh, we're spending money as if we were in a Great Depression or Great Recession, and we're not. This economy is getting ready to overheat. 
I think it's already overheating. I think that's what 5.4% inflation that we haven't seen in 20 years. I think that's what that's telling us, that the economy is overheating right now. Um, And that's a hidden tax. That's a tax that nobody voted for, but it applies to everybody. And the terrible part for Democrats, if you've got Democrat friends and you want to have a conversation with them about this, point out to them that inflation is the most regressive tax of all. Who does it hit the hardest? It hits the poor and those on fixed incomes because they can't do anything about it. It takes up a larger percentage of their income than it does of the wealthy corporation or the wealthy American who's clipping coupons. And that's why we need to talk to you, Bill Pasco. That's why I call regularly to speak with you, and I am so pleased we had uh, these few minutes we could talk for a long time. Uh, from the Tea Party Patriots, our our man in Washington, Bill Pasco, and, uh, and we uh, occasionally get a chance to speak with Jenny Beth Martin. It is always informative, and I really appreciate it. Certainly, there will be not more to talk about in the near future, and so I'll be back in touch. Thanks.